Welcome to Crisis with Kira and Isis. Welcome to Crisis. I'm Kim Kardashian. <laughs> and I'm Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlefish, it's a very special day. <laughs> it's Amazon Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> was that your joke? That was really good. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been sitting on that one, that one <laughs> all day. Okay, but for real... It is Isis's birthday. Um, well, it's not a birthday without a little. <laughs> what kind of cake is this? It's a. It smells almondy? It is almondy. It's a crunchy almond cake. It's Ooh. Claire Saffitz's crunchy almond cake. Ooh. I'm gonna and it this. literally looks exactly like hers. So you're very proud of yourself. I'm very proud. Okay, let me see. Also, I obviously, this was like very random. And I only know that you don't like chocolate. <laughs> so I know you do like almond, but. You're correct. I do not like th- chocolate. This was just an executive decision. The happy birthday song isn't copyrighted anymore. Oh. But I do have my own personal birthday song that I made up when I was like 12. Oh, do, are you going to sing it for me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it goes, happy birthday, Isis, it's your birthday, 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 uh-uh-uh, you're older now. <laughs> that was really good. Okay. Time to eat cake. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's some good shit. You're happy? That made my whole day even better. <laughs> I'm glad. Brought some sweetness into my birthday thing. Oh. So, old biz. Basically, me, Kira, and our significant others, we did a two-night camping trip and some other friends came by. We were in Lake Tahoe. It was my second time ever camping, and everyone was so perplexed by the idea that I wanted to camp for my birthday, but I loved it. Like, I wish... I wish we did it for, like, a third or fourth day. It was just... It was a lot of fun. I made a tri-tip. It was dank. Good (laughs) tri-tip, zucchini, some hot dogs, lots of chips. I realized we should have done a hot dog throwing video. Video. You know, those are those things where you always see them and you Uh always think about them and then you never do it. Because in the moment, you're just having so much other fun. Yeah. That's for people who don't know how to have fun on their own. (laughs) We played a lot of piccolo. They've been wanting us to tag them. (laughs) All fucking weekend. If you don't know what Piccolo is, I recommend you download it. It's a drinking game on your phone, and you get to input people's names, and it has fun things and prompts. So definitely check that out. You wanted to make friends. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. You just... Well, really, you were just drunkenly stumbling into other people's (laughs) campsites. But... (laughs) I was on a mission. But I, apparently I started my mission too late, so nobody was really interested in have, making friends at 11.30 at yeah, night. Yeah, me and Drew were stressed. Yeah, they did not want me going to talk to literally every campsite. There was like 75, and I was like, like, yeah. They were having fun. Except for the people literally right next to us. Oh, my God, what was the name of the lady that we met? What lady? Where? The old lady. You met an old lady? Yeah. Where? That was in the campsite next to us. Bro, Oh, Frankie. Yeah, Frankie. Bro, that whole. <laughs> yeah, so there was this old woman. She was a total, she was totally trying to get at Kira's man, and Kira was not having it. Um, but she was really I think fun. it was a little mutual interaction, so. <laughs> <laughs> we had some tequila shots together. That was really fun. I mean, honestly, just meeting strangers, drinking, chilling with my friends. Like, there was nothing I could have wanted more than that kind of situation. So I think it's a tradition. We're always camping for my birthday from here on out. So do you first want to talk about gift giving? 
Yeah. Because some people ruin the basics of how to give a gift or how they should give a gift or what they should give. So some of this is idealistic, but for the most part, this is just the base expectation that I think yeah. should be a consensus among... Good guidelines. Yeah, young adults. For pretty much any... Well, a lot of it is good gift-giving advice in general, but it is slightly <laughs> specific to uh, birthdays. And slightly specific to our time in life. This probably would change if we were 50, but we're not, so... Yeah. <laughs> You're 50. Don't listen to us. No one will like you. <laughs> okay, so the way we set this up <laughs> was separating it into acquaintance, friends, significant others, and family. And that order is increasing of, like, intimacy, thought, and money that mm-hmm. is going into your gift. Yes, which sounds obvious, but some of y'all still fuck it up. <laughs> so basically, we're going to start off like at the acquaintance spot. This is the least intimate, the least amount of thought, and the least amount of money. Now, friends, for some people, is very black and white. And for friends, for some people, is very complex. I would say anyone that is not your best, closest friends, they fall into the acquaintance Part of this. So it's totally sufficient to send them a text. If not, even better than that, more convenient than that, is just sliding up on their Instagram story. Mm -hmm. A little social media interaction. That's probably That's like bare minimum. And if you just, and even if you care, you probably don't have to do anything. Yeah. But if you're there on on the story, just give a little heart. Oh, the the birthday toot emoji. <laughs> That'll do wonders. Well, I was also going to say, now if you get invited to... Because they don't expect anything from you. So literally anything. anything is sufficient. Then they're going to be like, oh. <laughs> so this is where this changes. If you get invited to the birthday party... Yeah, if you end up at Then you the fall into party. the friend category. So that's when the acquaintance response changes to friend. Yeah. Automatic friend zone. Because you're probably not going to see them in person. Yeah. And even if you do, just a happy birthday, high five is all you need. Yeah. But yeah. So now we're in friend zone. Yes. Or you're at the acquaintance's birthday party. Yeah. Friend zone or acquaintance. <laughs> now we're in the friend zone. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. So first things first. If you're not going to see your friend. You should give him a call. You should give him a call. But at least, at least give him a text. At least. It's the least you can do. Also, I'm giving advice that I don't follow, so anyone watching this, I'm sorry. I, I know I didn't text you, and I apologize. And It's not just you. I feel so bad. It, it eats away at me every night. <laughs> but anyways, text or call. We're talking to ourselves. Yeah. Definitely send them a text. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like I feel like awkward sending texts, though, sometimes. It, a happy birthday text can be, like, awkward. Especially if you don't normally text the person, and you haven't, like, texted them in, like, months and just, like, an out-of-the-blue happy birthday. But even when it's awkward, I feel like it's always, it's always like, well-received. It would be really hard for you to say happy birthday for someone and someone be like, who the fuck is this bitch? Why the fuck is she texting me? Yeah. No, for, yeah. Yeah, there's no, just for no some L. reason, when you're sending it, it feels like it's being received, like it's fake. But, no, it's not. Yeah. It feels obligatory because you're doing it out of obligation. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. But the person it's doesn't okay. receive it that It'll way. It'll be fine. <laughs> Just send the text and put a fun emoji in there. <laughs> or just put fun emojis. Or the screen. 
And you can make the screen, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little confetti. <laughs> Do some of that. No some way. of that. They're like, ooh. <laughs> but yeah, so now you're showing up at the friend's birthday or the friend, uh, the acquaintance's birthday. Mm-hmm. Now what? What do you mm-hmm. bring? Flowers. Or alcohol. Or alcohol. Nothing else. Yeah. Unless Girl, you're some... boy, buy boys flowers. Don't look past it. Everybody likes flowers. The alternative there is a house plant, which is equally fine. But alcohol doesn't matter. You can bring a bottle of champagne. You can bring a case of beer. You can bring a bottle of wine. It literally doesn't matter. I'll handle it tequila. Isom. 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 Icing them is always. <laughs> it's never. It does, it's never done enough. Never. Never. No. I've you can't never. overdo it. <laughs> also, people like forget about it. Yeah. So, so then you're like, oh, actually, we're I doing was this again. I was on my birthday last year, and I was like, so not expecting it, and that's always really fun. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're Mormon, hit him with a Coke bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Did your Mormon friend tell you that? No. But, you know, they can still have fun, too. Hit them with a LaCroix. <laughs> Dude, no, actually, because those are, like, hard to chug. Cause absolute eruption. You know that one video where the guy chugs the uh-huh. and he hits his head? Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, Anyways, you can get personal and special, but you don't need to. Like, there's, you can write a card if that's your thing. You can get a niche gift, like, buy them specific jewelry. You can do all that, but it's not mandatory. No, not at all. Especially if they're throwing a birthday party and yeah. you're not just doing it just to give them a gift. If you're just showing up and you feel right. obligated to there's bring something. There's already so much happening. Like, everything you're receiving, just like. Oh, yeah. Like, On my birthday last year, I got a bunch of gifts, like, you know, a purse and a scarf and jewelry. And I just started putting everyone's gift into all the bags. And then I didn't remember who gave me what. And right. I kept staring <laughs> at this one girl who gave me a gift like three days before. And I kept asking her, did you get me this? And she was like, no. And I was like, did you get me this? And then I remember, like, no, she bought me a gift three days ago. I'm acting. Now I sound like a bitch because I don't remember what gift she got me. But I was also drunk. But, yeah, just, no. Mm -mm. And if you're going to bring a gift, just don't bring it to the birthday party because now it's just in the mess and it's, ah. Yeah, if you put that much thought into it, you probably want it to be received, which is with as much space and thought. So give them space. Don't do it at their party. Yeah, (laughs) it's they just are not going to prioritize it. Unless they're one of those adults that, like, sit around, bring all their friends around (laughs) the table to open (laughs) gifts. Which, unless you're like, I feel like that only happens with like women at like restaurants for some reason. Yeah, that's like the only appropriate place. If you're in your house making people sit on the floor (laughs) around you, absolutely not. (laughs) White elephant, but all the presents go to you. (laughs) God. Yeah. Oh, and money, of course. Oh, yes. Well, and yeah, and a a lot of times, especially obviously as you get older, your your friends disperse. And you, a lot of the times, probably won't see them on their birthday. And this is when money is. Yeah. Unless you, like, I mean, you could really get fancy and, like, order them an edible arrangement. But. Kira really is into the edible Most of us don't got, don't got the time or money for that. Well, also, most of our friends are. But it would be a really nice gesture. A lot of our friends are also at a point where the $50 edible arrangement is not nearly as valuable as the $50. Oh, so right. then you're buying <laughs> right. people who would rather have just had the $50. But money, I was going to say, like, I am iconic. I don't know if I'm iconic about this, but 
when I a lot of times when I don't see people for their birthday, I'll send them five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five dollars for their birthday. And you know, buy a drink, get yourself a coffee, smiley face, happy birthday. Well, that's like perfect. perfect. All you need. It's so little effort, but will and, literally make the person yeah, whole. But day. like adding the thought of that it's for a drink makes the five dollars seem way more than five dollars. Because just oh, like yeah. out of the blue, five dollars is like what the like, fuck? Like why would you only set? Like you might as well have not sent me money. No. But when you say get a <laughs> With coffee, the intention of a drink, buy a beer. Mm-hmm. Mm, then that's you're a different like, world. Oh. That's I can sweet. do that. <laughs> if you're gonna see them in person, you can still you could still like Venmo them and make sure they get it and be like. But I feel like cash is more awkward in person. You could do cash, but then you have to get like a card. Yeah, that's it's the thing. card problem because but when you get a card, now you feel the need to write in the card. Oh. Oh Those are more shenanigans. Oh my God. I got a card. <laughs> <laughs> There's no money in it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you want it back? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want to read it right now, but we already busted it out. So, fuck. Whoa, this is adorable. <laughs> Should I read it out loud? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. It's not nice to make someone cry on their birthday. <laughs> you can make me cry on my birthday? Mm. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you so oh, much. You. Oh, thank you. That was Very hard proud for of me. You. What, to write this? You know how hard it is to, like, <laughs> be serious? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, also, it's because, like, usually when you're thinking of things like this to say, you're not in a place to write it. So then when you're finally in a place to write it, you're like, what? Yeah. I love you. You're the best. But I'm going to read the last line. Yeah. I constantly try to remember these are the good old days. It's true. Yeah. Because one day we will not have these days. <laughs> to another year of debauchery and committing to our baby crisis, I love you. Happy birthday. Your little Kira. Mm-hmm. And we got our good old days stripped from us when I moved to Armenia and graduated. Mm-hmm. So we're real sentimental about mm-hmm. this limited time we have. <laughs> Anyways, back to <clears throat> appropriate <clears throat> gift giving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a heartfelt card also is always appropriate. But it does feel better if there's money inside. And can make up for the <laughs> lack of money. Uh, yeah, it's it it honestly like that card. Well, you did the card, the cake, the you know, the whole shebang, but Yeah. But if it was just that, it would have just been as good. Yeah. Anyways, uh acts of service. This one comes down to like well, now we're in bestie category. So, what do you what do you think when it's a birthday time kind of acts of service? Oh, well, it depends on like what they're doing for their birthday. You just start from there because if they're throwing a party, like say they're throwing a party because that seems like the most like natural thing to do, not camping. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so they're throwing a party, and then I mean, literally just like helping out with like everything that you can. Like, last year, my friends, they helped me decorate, they helped me set up, they made the cake. Other big ones, cleanup is usually very important. Yeah, yeah. Especially because the birthday person usually gets too fucked off their ass Mm -hmm. to do anything. So if before you leave, you know, pick up some cans, throw it away, they're probably not even going to remember or appreciate that you did it. But it's important that you did it. I was going to say the other thing with acts of service is I love cleaning up cans after parties. Mm -hmm. It's so easy because it's literally just trash. Yeah. And that's the best thing to clean up. And like sticky, Mm -hmm. which is like, that's just like wet, wet rag. Wet rag. And just trash. And so it's like you literally make a space look completely 
back to normal with picking up trash. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the other thing is if you're really not into drinking and you guys are going partying, offer to be DD. Yeah. Like, it, I would hate to have to figure out who the DD is going to be. That's a good one. Especially if, like, someone doesn't care to drink. If you just offer, that means then I don't have to obligate Kira or my boyfriend to not drink. We are yeah. saying how <sighs> acts of service is a huge indicator of, like, go ahead. Well, your birthday is a whole day about you, and it's like your mini wedding practice with your girlfriends as far as it's the same dynamic of it being about you, and you need help usually. Yes. And so it's obviously a lot less intense, but it's just those like small things, especially like our friends are starting to get married. So, you know, the friends that we're making like right now are like potential bridesmaids. So. And also, like, if someone's causing you a lot of stress, depression, or frustration on your birthday, that's a big uh-huh. sign that you do not want them as that's a bridesmaid. That's true. Yeah. So there, don't be that friend either. <clears throat> right. It's one thing to go above and beyond and, like, help out. It's one thing to, like, not to be neutral and just, like, be there and add to the, the fun, the vibes. But it's a whole nother thing to add to the, the negativity and, don't be br- that. and bring it down. Yeah, it's like, don't be that guy. I had kind of an intense birthday last year for, like, a majority of reasons. My friends were, like, so freaking helpful and amazing. I thought about it, like, afterwards, and I was like, that was, like, literally one of, I think, like, the best birthdays I've ever had. And, like, I felt so, like, loved and, like, cared for and appreciated. But anyways, that's getting a little ahead of ourselves. Definitely help out in the ways that you can. If your friend wants to go camping, then, you know. Fucking provide a tent. You know, bring some tri-tip and... <laughs> yeah. I think some of the best advice is just, like, bringing back the childhood cheese, man. Oh, my goodness. Bring nostalgia with you. Because, uh, <laughs> like, when was the last time you saw a birthday hat? Or a party hat? Go to the dollar store and buy party hats. Mm-hmm. And, and a space-themed happy birthday mm-hmm. sign. And it's so small, but there's just something about it that, like, warms your tummy and it's, like, such, I mean, the effort to do it is so much higher than the, because you're only going to enjoy it for about a moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to enjoy, I enjoyed it when you brought it out, and I'm going to enjoy it when I look at the video. And uh-huh. then I'm, like, two, for a total of maybe ten seconds, am I going to enjoy <laughs> the fact that I have this on my head? But the enjoyment is so strong in that moment where it's, like, why would you not? Well, were you going to say the effort is more than what you get out of it? Because I was going to say the opposite. Well, I was going to say, you know, going to the grocery store and buying, you know, that's a high effort thing. But you also not only make the person happy, you pretty much make everyone smile a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's so worth it just for, like, the joke. Seeing people's faces when you bust out party hats is just amazing. It's so worth it. Anyways, party hats, happy birthday signs, balloons. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. What is this called? I don't know. They're not kazoos. That's what I was thinking, but I knew it wasn't a kazoo. But, but yeah, those things. Anyways, so now after that, we get into the significant other territory, which really is... (laughs) Really, this is how to manipulate your boyfriend on his birthday. (laughs) Or girls. Ew. (laughs) Um, Ew. Relationships are just... Yeah. Ew. Ugh. Commitment? Ugh. 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 <laughs> Obligation? Ugh. Anyways. <laughs> We're actually very happily in our relationships, but here we are. 
So yeah. we were talking about just Josh and yeah. The big part about mm-hmm. so I think money when you're in a relationship can be a really difficult and. I am a pretty traditional person, so, you know, my significant other pays for pretty much a lot of things, uh, if not, like, pretty much everything almost. So because of that, yeah. I feel like the only thing I can do for them is acts of service and things that they like. And then on their birthday is where I will financially compensate because mm-hmm. I'll buy them a nice gift that they like or do something extravagant because – but it has to also be a gift that they're just not going to buy themselves or something that they've been like, oh, I really want this and this, but I just, you know, I'm saving for it. If you could just buy it for them, then they get to save the save money that they have. They get to spend on whatever else they want alternatively, and they got something they really wanted out of it. But I think the big thing is, like, I also think when you're buying your significant other a gift, like, if you have if you have a $50, a $100, a $500 gift minimum that you want to receive, you should be willing to spend double that on your significant other. That's my opinion there. What do you think? <clears throat> um, I guess it's hard for me to, like, place a value of, like, what I want spent on me. Um, but I do agree. It's definitely the time to, like, spoil them financially because it's just, like, the least you can do. Like, this is the day. You know this what I mean? This is the day. This and Christmas are the only two days they get until Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Father's Day is when you just get them, you know, start making macaroni necklaces with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> also, Kira's like a very sentimental gift giver and likes to do like arts and crafts and things. <laughs> I fail at that. So for me, my crutch is monetary value. But like even like even like her writing me the card, that's something that's hard for me to reproduce for other people. So sometimes I'm like, well, I can't do that. So I'm going to do right. money. I, I have more time than money currently at this point in life. So the least I can do is like take my time to do something for yes. someone else. And also just giving them princess treatment for the day. Yes. Like even, oh my gosh. Ugh. I mean, I feel like it's more of a guy thing to be like, oh, my birthday. I don't care. I don't want yeah. anything. We'll just get a drink. I feel like the most guys do is like dinner or bar hopping. You very rarely see a birthday party unless they have a girlfriend. Uh Guys have birthday parties when they have girlfriends. Or they're in a frat. (laughs) Yeah. That's just an excuse to party, though. But, Mm -hmm. like, I can't remember the last time a single guy... Invited you to a birthday party? Not once. Yeah, no, never. (laughs) Yeah. They usually don't care. Which is sad. You're allowed to care, Jenny. But... Even if they even if they say they don't want the princess treatment, they want the princess treatment. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it always goes and it's even oh, it's honestly the best when they when they're like don't make a big deal about it and then you still give it to them and it's like even if they don't say that they like like it, they they love they, it. They're like I don't know, guys are definitely not used to like being like spoiled like that. And then it's so cute when you do it to them. <laughs> like Yeah, and the only person <laughs> that might do that for them is their mom. And you get to a point where you stop seeing your mom on yeah. your birthday. You know, being extra thoughtful of what you can do for them on that day. Yeah. Can make a huge impact. And it's their freaking, they get a get out of jail free card on their birthday. Oh, yeah. Free pass. Go, to, go nuts. <laughs> Whatever they want. They can't fuck up. My, for the one day out of the year, my feelings will go into a jar <laughs> <laughs> under the sink. <laughs> And I won't hold it against you, probably, <laughs> depending. But, you know. I'll at least wait until the next day. But I think this is a good characteristic to have in general with everyone that you love and care for. On their special days or on their important days, all passes. 
Yeah. Like, she's being no. a bitch on her wedding. Oh, well. Yeah. No, if there's any time to fucking leave it at the door, it's someone's day. Well, yeah, like, the yesterday me and my sister got into an argument, but she still showed up at midnight with a cake and flowers and a balloon. And I made a joke. I was like, we were just fighting, like, you know, a couple hours ago. She's like, you're lucky. I planned to do this before the argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But my point is, you... Being upset with someone on their birthday or someone being worried that they're going to step on your toes during their birthday ruins a part of their birthday. Yeah. You might as well not be there at that point. Yes. Like, if you really cannot get your shit together and put on a happy face and just, like, get out of there. Yeah, and there's, like, and this applies, like, not just to birthdays, but to weddings, to engagements, to promotions, to graduation, like... Same thing, if you're if it's your birthday and you want to get absolutely fucking wasted to where everyone hates you and you're just throwing <laughs> up everywhere, this is the only day it's acceptable. And the rest of us will shut the fuck up and deal with the mess that you've created. Mm-hmm. Pat your back. And, <laughs> and just fucking look at each other and, and shake our head. It's okay. <laughs> and if you have a little bit of remorse, that's pretty much enough. Yeah. So, yeah. Princess I mean, we'll Charmaine. laugh at you later and forever. But yeah, you know, obviously cooking them meals, baking a cake, make them a cake, do their laundry, blow clean up their a room. balloon, clean something, get their car washed, get them a pedicure, get them a pedicure, <laughs> give them a massage, give them a massage. No L's here. No. But now we go into the family territory, and eventually your significant other passes your family or enters the family zone. Money, question mark. This is where money no longer becomes relevant. Um, If you have the money and you want to buy your family something really nice, absolutely 100%. I think all of our goals at the end of the day is to buy our parents a house, help them retirement, do this, buy them a car. But yeah, I think as when you enter your adult adulthood and you have disposable income, you're like, yeah, I want to spoil my parents or my family. But until then, (laughs) money is mainly a question mark that kind of just depends on the demographic you and your family have. And it more so defaults straight to sentimental ideas. Yeah. And also, I I would probably never give money to the generation above me. No. At all. No. Like, within, like, your siblings, cousins, like, within your generation of your family, maybe, if you really want to, I think it would be appreciated right but to the generation above you no i feel like that would well almost, you can't give i feel like them... it almost da- or like would borderline be like disrespectful yeah because it's also like there's no amount of money you give them can they not have themselves usually i, I would imagine even from their point of view it would be awkward Right, because, like, oh, thank you for the $100. Like, you would have to be a huge <laughs> amount of money, like a 1000 to $10,000 to where you're like, this is to go towards paying off the house, in theory. Like, this is just a big amount of money for a big thing that I want to do for you. But other than that, if you're going to spend $800 or if that's, like, what your budget ends up being, you might as well get them a gift in that range that they would appreciate. Yeah. So only the only reason you'd ever give money to someone above your generation is because it's like for a purpose. Like your parents, you know, your parents are ten thousand yeah. away. You can't from give off like you can't give thoughtless money. If there's no. money involved, then you have it requires thought. If you a want lot. thoughtless gifts, that's where like flowers come back around. At this point, you get maybe better alcohol 
probably not even required, but yeah. if they really like wine, going out of your way to find a wine that they'd appreciate is probably a low cost, but high appreciation. And just sentimental things. Getting a family photo. My parents actually always liked on like Christmas getting like coffee beans for some reason. It's so random. Like nice coffee beans. Do they grind their own coffee? Like from us for some reason. Like they would even, and we were like really little, they would literally give us money to like go and buy coffee coffee beans. (laughs) That's so obscure. Yeah. Do they just really like making coffee? I mean, not like more than the next person. Well, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, that was a big hit for my parents. That's adorable. Would you still get them coffee beans? For Christmas? Yeah. Probably, yeah. If I felt like giving them something to unwrap, that would probably still be a consideration. Also, just because we did it as kids, now it would be cute. Super adorable. Because, yeah. Flashback Friday. Because I don't think I've done that in a long time, so. Now you know what you're doing next time. Christmas, (laughs) everybody's getting coffee. (laughs) (laughs) It's also like the best thing you can do for a parent or a grandparent on their birthday is kind of remind them of little you. For them, it really is just another day, so... Yeah, and, like, the most thing that means the most to them is, like, sentiment and, like, your time and attention, especially you probably don't see them very often anymore. Of course call them if you don't, like, see them in person. And then, like, literally any photos. Not very many people, like, print photos anymore. And so, like, printing out photos and, like, framing them I think is an amazing gift. Yeah, I really want to start getting into the coffee table photo books. Like the books? Yeah, yeah. those are really those are really cute. Well, because I think they're nice they're, to store. They're nice to set out. Yeah, they're not. They're also pretty easy to put together. Yeah, unlike photo frames, right? You only have so much wall. And also, it only looks so good up into some, like, otherwise then you just start looking like you have a collage on your wall that looks like (laughs) shit with 80 different frames. So I think the books are really good. I think those are really good, too, for a family to put together. So, like, your brothers or your siblings coming in and giving you photos, the other parent coming in and giving you photos. So you can, like, make it a collective effort. Also bring sentimental value. Yeah. I also feel like... At least for me, I obviously really love and appreciate, like, my parents, but I rarely I take the opportunity to really tell them that. Even though I tell them I love them a lot, Mm -hmm. like, I never usually go any further. And so, like, I've written cards in the past where I was just, like, much more, like, specific about, like, appreciation, and especially, like, for the people who, like, raised you, like... There's, like, endless thanks to give there, you know? Right. And, like, and they never hear it enough. The, yeah, exactly. And so I think any time being, like, extra more, like, detailed about that stuff also, like, really means a lot. Definitely. All right. Moving on. Let's get into, like, parties. And Y'all. we have one very specific rule here. <laughs> Just throw the party. Like, there's... You throwing a party makes your birthday and everyone else's life combined so much easier because, so for example, you know how easy it is for me to tell you happy birthday when I'm in front of you? Do you know how easy it is for me to feel obligated to give you something when I have to see you and you're inviting me somewhere? Do you know that you cannot go unrecognized when you throw a party? So it also helps mediate the problem of feeling neglected. 
Just throw the party. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Also, like, you're, like, even if you think you have, like, no friends or, like, nobody's going to come, like, throw it. Do it. Do it. Throw, I mean, and obviously it doesn't have to be, like, a fucking kegger. Right. With, like, a million people. It doesn't have to be the Queen's Winter Ball. It could literally be... It could be one person <laughs> with a party hat on. <laughs> and some muffins. Like, it, But also part of it is, like, I think, one, me and Kira have just thrown so many things that we are at the point where we realize three people or 50 people. It literally, it's not hurting our feelings. No. <clears throat> yeah. And also, at some point, you just have a good time with who you have in front of you. And you just have to be, like, appreciative and grateful for what you have in front of you. But the point is, if your hindrance of I'm not throwing a party is I don't have friends or no one's going to show up, you're probably wrong. Or I feel like people have a lot of hesitation and anxiety of, like, hosting. Yeah. Which it's like, I, I mean, I understand, but, like, this is a moment to, like, push yourself, and, like, this is a moment for growth, and I'm telling you, like, do it. Just do it. And also... It's, and it, at the end of the day, even if it goes badly, it's still, like, it's still a learning experience, and it's totally worth it just for your personal, like, character development, like, right. if anything. Okay, so I just wanted to bring in here, when do you think the appropriate, how many days in advance to invite somebody... Because I'm a firm believer if you invite too early, I'm going to forget. I think at least two weeks. I think two weeks is a good time frame. Well, I was going to say you need to touch base every two weeks. So if you're going to send it a month in advance, go for it. You still have to follow up in two weeks. And then you still have to follow up again as the day approaches. Yeah, that's a good point. So if you do it – so if you're someone who already feels uncomfortable about asking people – don't ask them a month in advance because you're going to have to follow up twice from there on. But if you ask them two weeks in advance, you just got to follow up a few days before, hey, about to place my Walmart order for beer. Can I expect you there? Question mark. That's it. And I would say if you have plans two weeks out, those plans like very easily could have also been planned like months out. Like I feel like you're not going to really – it's either if, if you're going out of town, like you probably know right. that you're going out of town like a month at least in advance. Right. So they wouldn't be able to go anyways. I think two weeks is a completely like appropriate amount Yeah, because very rarely is there something so important. The only thing that could happen is it's someone else's birthday and now that person just has to split time. Which yeah, you can which do. is its own. But other than being out of town, knowing, yeah, a month in advance or th- three weeks in advance or two, it doesn't really make a difference. Anyways, from there, we're also going to talk about, like, what kind of parties to throw. Yeah. Since it's, it's summertime, summertime, the biggest priority is just utilizing what you have and what you have is nature. Mm-hmm. So keep it simple. Keep it short. You can go to do a picnic, go to the pool, go to the beach, brunch, bar hop sit outside on the porch and drink beer. It literally doesn't matter. But the thing is, is that you actually don't have to be pressed for a setting. Like if you want a Halloween party, you need to have Halloween party space, you know? But if you want to have a party, you can literally just do it at the park in the summer. You're not limited to like what you can provide in your home, which winter birthdays kind of fall into that problem. Well, you just have nature is at your disposal. Yeah. And lots of public space, which is great for, and then, but also I feel like a lot of these things also can be like, also for like, are really good activities for like smaller groups. Oh yeah. Cause like brunch, obviously small group. group. No one wants a big group brunch. Picnic, 
small group. Yep. Pool, that can vary. But, like, in, like, beach, you're probably, if you're, like, if you're driving anywhere, then small group. Because expecting people to commute for your birthday is irritating. Yeah. And it just takes a lot more. Well, not that it's irritating. It just can become inconvenient. So don't let that hint, like, stop you from doing it. Well, it's just, like, a lot more, like, effort and, like, steps to, like, coordinate. Yeah, for sure. So. But show for show. Moving on. Um... Yeah, I mean, we don't need to spend too much time on partetes. The biggest thing is just do it and invite double the people that you want to show up. It's a good rule of thumb. Um, I agree on that one. And it's so not personal when people don't show up. Not at all. Well, also, it's like you just get into a point where it's just so... There are so many people that I like who have never celebrated their birthday. Never. Never, not once. Is that my fault? Maybe. Is it maybe their fault because they didn't throw a party? Probably. But yeah, I think about that all the time. There are people whose birthdays I've never celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I think because it feels weird sometimes. Like It feels like a little selfish almost. But I literally think like, and also as a kid, most people throw birthday parties. Like most of the time your parents just throw you like a birthday party. And so, you know, it's very normal for, like, all kids of all genders to, like, boys and girls both have birthday parties. And then you get into, like, high school, and then, like, nobody has a birthday party anymore except for, like, that one girl. And it's, like, uh, you know what I mean? It's, like, I don't know. I stopped having parties. But then, like, in college, I was, like, oh, we're bringing this back. And, honestly, same thing with the childhood cheese. Like, you just bring it back. Like, and it's, It's it's, it's so good. And also, especially as you get older, like, you just have less and less reasons to, like, see your friends ever. And so, like, these organized, like, days, like, set by God, like, that's the freaking days, man. Like, and if you don't snatch that opportunity, you're you don't just... optimize. You're, yeah, you're just never going to see your friends. Yeah, as you get older, the reasons to celebrate become... That's like, for example, like, we're really into the housewarming <laughs> eras of our life because we keep moving and it's always an excuse and, mm-hmm. like... But once you really get older, you're going to have, like, you're going to buy a house. Right. And that's it. Maybe one more. Maybe two more. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll buy three houses in your lifetime. But, like, think about your dad. Bought that house. Still in that house. Never going to buy another house. So he would have had one housewarming party. Yeah. And I feel like once you have, like, kids, like, your birthday, like, goes out the window. Right. And so now you're celebrating their birthday, which, ooh, so fun. (laughs) Which yeah. is, I think the only time ba- like children's birthdays are fun is between the ages of born and like four when you're just throwing a party, party. for your friends <laughs> yeah. and the kid is just there, but uh-huh. everyone else is drunk enjoying yeah. just being with their friends. But right. You have a pretty, you don't got a lot, a lot of days to celebrate. No. To have parties, to see your friends. So freaking take advantage. Yeah. Okay. It's not selfish at all. I agree. I agree. Just and hosting is like totally doable but like you you are you're totally providing something for other people oh yeah like going to someone else's party so, rocks because so <laughs> you don't gotta think about anything but show up and enjoy yourself like, and also you also get to a point in your life where like 
people become more considerate. So the chance of your shit getting stolen, the chance of your house getting fucked up, it all just becomes less and less possible. Um, like when you're in high school and you throw a party and your parents don't know and there's a bunch of dumbass high schoolers, you're like, man, there's someone's going to steal my mom's gems and jewels. But once yeah. you're into college and kind of therefore after, maybe someone's going to spill some beer on your carpet. Well, uh, shouldn't have carpet. Made that mistake. Oh, yeah, you had a house party. With sangria. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. It was just sangria carpet for like a month. It was just red. Did you clean it out? I've never even really paid attention. I think. I mean, I got most of it. Yeah. But I was like, nope. But see, yeah. this wouldn't matter. The That's only why reason it matters. Jello shots are the freaking move. No mess. Because they don't move. They don't. They just wobble. Even if they fall on the floor. Well, I was going to say, like, when I was in my college house and we fucked up the carpets, I didn't care. It wasn't my house. The only reason that's an issue for you is because, you know, it's your in house. house. Yeah. But for almost everyone else, it's like, meh. Or, you know, take it out the security deposit. Oh, and no, no, no. Spilling on the carpet is totally not the worst thing. No. It's still throw the party. Yeah. Like, and, and, and expect the carpet to get fucked up. Like, yeah, that's just that's just a sign of a good time. Yeah, but also but, you can. But also, I mean, you can spill spaghetti on your carpet on a Tuesday night. So it's right. Like, so that just. And also, I think as time goes on, we are definitely living in an era of less carpet in living spaces. Like yeah. So well, I was in like college apartments, especially. Oh yeah, no carpet, none of that. <laughs> I think they learned the hard yeah. way a decade ago, and they're like, "Why do we keep installing? Yeah, carpet? vinyl's really cheap." So. <laughs> But anyways, moving on. So the, the next big topic that I want to talk about was like, yeah, birthday <clears throat> blues can be very terrible and really hard to deal with. And I think part of it's just natural. You know, yeah. like it just is what it is. You have to endure the birthday blues. Yeah, which it's just because it's like it just comes from expectations. Yes. And so the main thing in that word is just, well, but, Kira, Kira doesn't like to say the B word, but um, <laughs> she doesn't like the word blues. Well, <laughs> You can kind of self-sabotage. Oh, definitely. Just being like, oh, I'm always sad on my birthday. Like, you're, it's a kind of, it's you're kind of, yourself it's a failure. self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. And so, like, I think the big thing is, one, to remember that nothing's personal. It's not about you. Like, if someone didn't say happy birthday, not personal. If someone didn't, you know, decorate your bedroom with balloons, not personal. Like, they were thinking of other things or they just were, you know, it's another day for most people. And yeah. then also just to have regulated expectations. Also, at least for me, other people's birthdays can be, like, pretty overwhelming. Because, you know, if you, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people in your life and it's, like, a lot of birthdays. And so doing the most for everyone's birthday is, like, impossible. Like, there's no way. I feel like for me, like... I max out at four people a year. And uh, <laughs> and if your birthday falls close to someone else's birthday, you're just yeah. SOL. And also, like, different years, you're in different places. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you have the, the, the time and energy, then, like, do it. But it's definitely a seasonal thing for me. Or, like, on Christmas, my brothers and I kind of, like, we, like, take turns of, like, who's doing the most that year. One person to do, like, something, like, special makes it special for everyone. Right. And it's not everybody's year every year. No. So. It's just not possible. The only person you can really feel like is supposed to do something for you is maybe your parents, maybe your siblings, and maybe your significant other. Yeah. Other than that. 
Yeah. yeah. And just think about everything that does happen for you is just icing on the cake. Yep. And so, like, basically the other thing about, like, regulated expectations is, like, you also, like, closed mouths don't get fed. You must be vocal about what you want or what you value. So, like, for example, like, I usually have a really good turnout on things that I care about, but it's because I will speak about it over and over and over again and bring it up over and over yeah. and over no, again. No, if you're thorough and you, like, follow up with people, like, that's how you get good. Well, also, then you just turnout. socially obligate people, and they're right. like, yeah. If you're, like, showing, expressing how much you care... Like, it's just, like, trying to get a job, like... Right. Well, like, my friends, like, they were supposed to come to Sonoma with us, and they can't come, Mm -hmm. so now they're like, we'll take you to dinner. But if I had never invited them to Sonoma, if I didn't act like I cared, I would never... I probably wouldn't be getting dinner out of them either. Now, am I going to take them up on dinner? I don't know. Depends on how much energy I have at that point, Mm -hmm. but... It just is what it is. You must be vocal, and you you must start planting the seeds in the people's brains that you care about. So then when the time comes, like, they – because it's also hard to default to, like, what should I do? What should I do is so difficult. But if someone reminded you a month ago that they would really like X, Y, and Z, or they sent you a reel, just defaulting to that. Like, it takes away the mental load of, like, what should I do for this person? Because the right. mental load is the hardest part. That's The mental load is what stops people from doing things. Yeah. Totally. Yep. Yeah. I would say, like, for your day of, like, mentality, just being, like, calm going into your day. Because I would say the least you can do and you can always do for yourself is like, try to have like, a peaceful day. Mm-hmm. You know? And Self-care. It's, like, being calm. And also that's going to, like, set you up to be able to, like, have fun and, like, the big blowouts and, like, you know. Right. Good times. And so, yeah, focusing on your little... Pockets of sunshine, especially because it's just another day. You might have work. You might have a dentist appointment. It might be somebody else's birthday. Who knows? You might. Your birthday might be on Christmas. It might be on Christmas. I'm sorry <laughs> for you Christmas birthdays. Uh, but there could be a whole host of reasons of why it is hard for it to be, like, focused on you or even for you to focus on you. And you're never going to have a full day of perfection no unless you're going to disneyland for the whole day and you show up at 7 a.m there's just no way that you're gonna have a full day of right camaraderie and huzzah you want to focus on little pockets of nice little sunrays (laughs) yeah so what we like to do what i like to do is obviously get some nice coffee that's already like a great start like i will be a happy camper with a nice cup of coffee Also, like, back to, like, planting seeds yourself. But, like, if you want to go get coffee and you don't want to do it alone, just ask somebody. Yeah. Like, it might be annoying that you have to, but, again, it goes back to realistic. It's just another day for most people. And so if, like, if I wanted to go get coffee or, like, for a a year that I'm not doing a lot, like, just before work, waking up and going to get breakfast together could have been a nice way to just start the day. Something simple, something nice. Um, I think the other thing, which is something that I'm just not good at in general, but, like, Really taking a deep shower, you know, exfoliate, shave, wash your hair, feel nice, clean. I even think like working out on your birthday can be nice. Yeah, or like doing some physical activity, like all the things are gonna make you feel good. And because yeah, even if in the moment you hate physical activity, you're gonna you're not gonna be upset you did it at the end of it. So Mm -hmm. if you're sad, go to the gym. Yeah, go on a walk. Work it out. Run. Mm 
Punch it back. your endorphins a-flowing. Yeah. Speaking of endorphins, if you need to cry, let it out. Yeah. Just cry. Cry, bitch. It, it <laughs> literally just, like, once you cry, once you let it out, like... Have you cried? No. <laughs> I'm hopeful that I won't cry this year. Yeah. Um, but I've cried plenty of years in the, in the past, mm-hmm. so, like, you know. But what I'm saying is when you accept that you're going to cry and you accept that that's just what's going to happen today and you do it, you feel so much relief afterwards, like, once you finally get it out. Yeah. I feel like if I expected to cry, though, I feel like I, like, wouldn't be able to, though. Like, if I was like, I'm going to cry today. No, I, I don't just, know. I think if you know that you're a cry-on-your-birthday kind of girly. Yeah. I always want to get my nails done. I feel like I never do get my nails done, but the thought of a pedicure, like, just always... I always, every year I think about it. Hmm. But. <laughs> that was a seed planting. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Or like a massage. Those like, um, what are those? Personal luxury experience. Yeah. Something about being touched <laughs> by right, a random please. stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbed. Always eat well, obviously. Especially if you do plan on doing stuff that is crazy later and eating poorly later, having a good, nutritious meal, a nice, peaceful day, like, those things will really prepare you to be ready. Like, now that I ate a bunch of cake, I have no desire to eat cake tonight. So if I knew I was going to get a whole cake tonight, this cake right now could be too yeah, much cake I was going to say, I feel like as I've gotten older, like, prioritizing actually having, like, something that makes you feel good right. eating-wise is, like, very important. Well, like, I... Because you're, like, it's, if you're, like, oh, it's my birthday, I can eat whatever I want and eat, like... So that means eating, like, badly, but then you just, like, feel like shit, and then, and then you feel bad, and Ye- that is... Yeah, like I had a Jimmy John sandwich today for lunch, and I was real happy about it. Like, and it wasn't just a any sandwich; it was like my diet friendly sandwich. But it hit so hard, Mm -hmm. you know. I could have got salami and pastrami and whatever, but I got a turkey sub with like light mayo, and it was delicious. And it also made me just like not feel for the rest of the day. Yeah. Also, like sometimes nice health foods like are expensive. Like, like a juice shot, or like a mango, <laughs> or a kombucha. Mangoes aren't that expensive, but like, Depends but on like, the season. but like berries are expensive. I can't afford berries, but on my birthday, we but might be getting buy, some berries. You don't buy berries, <laughs> no. I feel like berries are expensive. (laughs) I do feel like, okay, you're right. Berries are expensive. And during, I have my nails done and buying berries is like goals. They're just so completely out of my mind. Like, I'll buy frozen berries, but I just don't even look at them. (laughs) Right. I understand that because there are times where I look at raspberries and I'm like, no. Strawberries, no. Oh my God. Nice cheese. Nice cheese. Dude, a nice soft cheese. But that's the thing. Cheese is expensive, but you very rarely eat the entire block of cheese in one sitting. No. I'm more likely to buy nice cheese than I am berries on a day-to-day basis. But you also don't eat much, so a whole thing of berries could go to waste if you don't eat them all. Right. Cheese lasts. Cheese lasts. Anyways. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, The last thing in this one is just really to have gratitude. Yeah. This goes back to just, like, letting everything be icing on the cake. 
Yeah, just being just being happy that you're alive. Mm-hmm. Also reflecting on the positive things you've done in a year or trying to think of what you want to accomplish the following year can really help you feel like my life has meaning. Because a lot of this is all like a, not like a midlife crisis, but it's like a, it's a philosophy term and I can't remember it. But basically like just being too aware of your current self can in a lot of times can be really beneficial to you, but on your birthday, being too aware of who you are at that moment in time can be very depressing. Yeah. So take that energy and find a way to be less depressed next year. Age can be, like, very tense and, like, comes with also a lot of, like, expectations and you just don't need to focus on none of that. Well, like, last night I was like, bro, I'm 24. I might as well be 25. And if I'm 25, I might as well be 30. Like, what's, like, I literally remember my 21st birthday like it was yesterday. Like, I wore this dress in orange. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, you know, Gia put into perspective. I'm only four adult years old. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah, because I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, because I was like, I'm old. And she's like, you're only, if you think about it that way, like, she's like, don't think about it like that. You're only four adult years old. I was like, hmm. Because I'm glad she didn't choose 18 because that would make me six adult years old, which would make me really sad. I think 20 is a good place to start the adult years. Mm-hmm. So Korean. Yeah. <laughs> also, adult years go by so fast. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm, like you're saying, oh, yeah, but, like, if we're going to even compare, like, when I, when I was your age, which sounds ridiculous by me saying it that way, like, I literally didn't realize how fast it was going to pass. Oh, I can't believe... Like, I'm going in, like, my senior year. Right. Which, like, what? <laughs> I just always, it just seems like you didn't get enough of it. No. Like, I didn't get no, enough of being I mean, a college freshman or a college sophomore or a college junior or a college senior. Yeah. And so I'm, like, worried I'm going to hit 30 and be like, what? what? I'm sure you will. No, I literally, like. And I don't know if that's avoidable. It's pretty crazy. I think about it a lot. I'm like, I'm just going to wake up and I'm going to be 40. Probably. Like, I believe it now. Like, as of this year, I believe people wake up and they're like, uh, or like, when you know when old people are, you're like, oh, how old are you? And they're like, uh, mm, and they kind of forget. Mm-hmm. I understand that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because 23 was safe. 24, I'm out. I feel like I'm out of the safety but zone. Yeah. Can't get too existential. <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> You'll be fine. I have a lot of things to still do, I guess. <clears throat> Your birthday is like, you know, an internal new year. If you're sad that you're 24 or 28 or 37 and you haven't done X, Y, and X, Y, and Z, like it's a good time to take that energy from mm-hmm. disappointment mm-hmm. and like turn it into motivation and really think like, what do I want to accomplish realistically this yeah. year? Because when I was 12, I wanted to be 24 married with three kids. <laughs> and that is absolutely unrealistic. What was 12-year-old Isis thinking when yeah. she made her Pinterest wedding board? I don't know. Dude, when I was in sixth grade, we had an assignment of, I think it was just, it was like 10 things about yourself. But I literally remember saying that I wanted 10 kids. Which <laughs> 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 is just like hilarious now. I mean, I was 10, so. Dude, I still say things like I want six kids. <laughs> and like the more I say it, the r- Ooh, more ridiculous that yeah, sounds. Yeah, the older I get, the older I want to have kids and the less of them I want to have. Well, what's crazy is like I still in my head, I'm like, I'm going to be a millionaire <laughs> so fucking bad. And it like seems like reality. It still seems possible. Yeah. But like 
six kids no longer seems possible. Like, unless I adopt them all at the age of 10. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But but anyways, yeah. I'm personally very motivated by age. Um, which, but this usually, like, happens, like, months, a couple months before my birthday. And I'm like, ooh, what do I want to have accomplished by this age? And obviously, if it's, like, doable. like Right. That's when you become more time. realistic. <laughs> like, you know, I wanted to do stand-up for the first time. Before I was 20, and, you know, I wanted to get a credit card when I was 18, and, like, there's something about being able to say, like, you started this when you were this age Mm -hmm. that is, like, nice. Even, so, and that's also, like, you know, you're not accomplishing things, but being able to say that you, like, started this at this age. Well, yeah, like, back to the credit card thing. Having gotten a credit card at 18... Is so much more important than having gotten a credit card at 23. Like, they're just, even if the 18-year-old never uses their credit card, it's just so much better for them. So it's like. Well, yeah, and then you have a. Credit history. Well, yeah, but it doesn't even matter. But then it's like you already have a credit card at 23. And, right. And 21 and 22. Right. And probably 24. If you don't want to have it at 23, you also might not have one at 24. Right. So. And it's kind of like a driver's license. Once you get it at 16, even if you never drive, you got it. You got You're done. I mean, it's just arbitrary timelines, but just, you know. Well, also some if, of these if, arbitrary tar- timelines help you accomplish a bigger goal. It is motivating for whatever reason, which it's like take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, time, time, age can be very motivating. Anyways, yep. all right. Do you wanna, you wanna, wanna throw in any personal anecdotes, birthday girl? Um, any juicy juicers? I remember one time it was my birthday, and we we're at Six Flags, like the water park, Hurricane Harbor or whatever, next to it in LA. It went downhill. I think so, actually. It went really downhill. We don't have to go into why it went downhill. But anyways, we just like. Defaulted to the beach. Now my birthday is July twelfth. Oh, yeah, okay, this is not the story I thought it yeah. was. <laughs> but anyways, July twelfth, and the water park's not working out. Vibes are off. Things are icky. So sunny day. Let's go to the beach. We get to the beach and it is like overcast. Like cannot see your hand in Aww. front of you. <laughs> but I don't know what happened. But me and my friends still had such a good time. Like just even though the weather was shitty, even though it wasn't hot, no sun to be seen. It was just a good time. So even like, but but like the reason I bring this up is like, even when things are going bad, like the reason the beginning part of my birthday went bad had nothing to do with me. It wasn't my fault. I was a victim of circumstances. And so sometimes just being patient and just like being present will eventually turn things all the way around. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I would also say like getting into the, what do I want for next year? I'm kind of just so grateful of, like, me currently. One thing I suffer with is not being present in, like, my current experiences and my current success. So it's, like, you know, all I keep talking about is, like, moving out of Reno and moving to a foreign country. It's, like, my most reoccurring topic. But that's also lame simultaneously because there's nothing I can do to affect that at this point. Yeah. Like, maybe changing my job means I can save a little bit more money, maybe some, but, like, general pivoting, nothing right, I can... like, a year at least down yeah. the road. And there's nothing I can do currently that's going to significantly impact that, you know, like, just nothing. 
So, like, what I think in this year is just kind of just being, like, awake and being present for the moments. Because, like, I spent – I went to five countries last year, maybe six, five, six. And I, you know, I went to more countries last year than some people go in their entire lives. Mm -hmm. I've spent two summers while in college traveling foreign countries. And it's like I – have actually done a lot of things that people dreamed. I got to study abroad twice. I got to be president of my sorority. Like, in the moments, I've actually been able to do what makes the most sense and, like, actually, like, then look back and be like, wow, I did that shit. But then in the moment, I don't feel like I did that shit because I'm constantly looking for what can I do next. So right now I'm in grad school. I'm going to graduate grad school. And instead of being like, wow, let's enjoy grad school, I'm like, well, what can I do after grad school? So it's not till after grad school where I'm be like, oh, I did that shit and I should have enjoyed it more. So I think this year I'm just going to try and be more present and, like, what I'm experiencing more so than what I want to do or what's next because like I think the proof is in the pudding at this point I do what's next like it just will come because it happens you know so I'm over fixing like like, you're gonna get to that and then still be thinking about the next thing yes if you think about it now you're gonna that's it's never gonna change and I don't know how to change it I'm not even saying I'm going to change it I desire to change it. Yeah. So just being actively present in, like, what I'm talking about is going to have a big effect. Well, yeah. It's hard not to just constantly talk about the future, like, way beyond. And so fun. Yeah. But it's definitely really important to slow down. Like, I mean, a good and take it in. Like, a good example, too, is like, you know, we love each other a lot. We spent, but we didn't spend a lot of time together my last year in college. Like, we spent a good amount of time, but like, you were in your relationship and like most of your social extra time went to like prioritize yeah. to that socially. Granted, you're also a sophomore, so new friend group, new situation. But at that time, we weren't really able to ex- understand like how it was going to feel when we actually weren't going to see each other for a year. And like, now. See, I thought we, I feel like we did. You did? Spend good time together. I mean, I think we did too, but I didn't really think like, oh no, like, I mean, I have missed out on opportunities with Kira until I was gone and the opportunities with Kira were no longer an option. Then I was like, man, I never went to Food Truck Friday with Kira. Man, I never got to do this with Kira. Man, I never, you know, it's like, that's like, and I feel like being present kind of can help you avoid feeling like, man, I didn't do that. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, what is happening right now? And who are the people that are with me right now? And how can I make it better? And how can I spend it with them? Yeah. You know? Yep, yep, yep. That's all I got for my birthday. Birthday, birthday. Other than that, I'm, we're going to Napa. We're, we're going to Sonoma. So there are people who care about the difference here. For those who have never been to either, Napa is bougie and Sonoma is less bougie. But they're like neighboring cities. But anyways, we're going wine tasting and then we're going to a baseball game in the Bay. So that will be the last hurrah for my birthday. I'm doing dinner tonight. And yeah, pretty nice, sweet, very happy. Got to capitalize on both weekends mm-hmm. and just good time. So go ahead, wrap it up. All righty. Well, I think we're just going to leave with the statements, the sentiments. Just remember, it's just another day. When in doubt, send the text. Finally, when in doubt, 
throw, throw the, the fork and party. party. <laughs> Peace, bitches. All right. Peace out, homies. Oops. Right. This is the uh this has been Crisis with Kira and Isis.